What's up, substackers, substication, substacats, funny bunnies, silly belly, silly butts, whatever we're calling ourselves these days. It's your boy, Corey Ryan Forster, and y'all ain't gonna believe this. I know this is gonna be just the most astounding news you've ever heard. You're gonna be shocked. You're gonna spill your coffee. You're gonna take an hour picking your jaw up from the floor. But I did a stupid thing. <laughs> I did a stupid thing. You ever, do, you ever know for a fact in your brain that you did something and then come to find out you did not even at all do that thing. Well, that happened with me and uh, last week's essay turning it into audio. I, me and my wife have been accusing each other of having quote-unquote mom and dad brain right now. Uh, I was, like, making fun of her at first, and in a loving way, because I knew that, like, you know, mom brain was a thing. It's like you get so focused on the baby that you're just forgetting all sorts of just normally easy things to remember. And so I was joking with her about it, and she was like, I know, I got it bad. And then she started pointing out the stuff that I was doing, and I was like, oh, my God, it's affecting both of us. But, like, it's only supposed to affect you. I'm just regular dumb. Well, I screwed up. Here's the audio essay. I apologize, but just to check in briefly, we're all doing good. The baby is healthy. This is the most fun thing I've ever done. I love reading y'all's encouraging words in the comments and the messages and stuff. It's really cool. Uh, as I've said about this Substack, it I, it really is cool because like I feel like I'm getting to know each of y'all and y'all are getting to know me a little bit better, and it's fun to just be on here and chat instead of having to be on Twitter. So I really appreciate every single person that is on here, whether you pay or not. As you know, I put out now just everything, and if you want to pay, you can, and if you can't afford it, that's fine. The only thing that's going to change in the future is that I've decided I'm going to start doing live, uh, like live streams with y'all, um, but, you know, I have like tens of thousands of subscribers on here and tens of thousands of subscribers aren't going to be able to get like on the zoom service or whatever it is that I use. So I might have to make those just for paid people. And that, that bums me out. Maybe I can figure out a way to do it different, but that is coming soon. I think I want to do that once a month. Um, and yada, 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 all the businesses out of the way. Well, no, one more piece of business. Remember, if you don't like recurring monthly payments, but you like the writing on here, you like the quote unquote content and would like to support the show, you can do a one-time donation. You can pay my, you can PayPal me at buttercreamcory at gmail.com. If you're already a paid subscriber, I ain't talking to you. You know what I mean? And also, just disregard this if you want to. It don't. I don't need it. I don't. Y'all don't got to do none of it. It's just some people are like, I want to support the show, and I do appreciate that because you know I'm staying home right now, which means I'm gonna be busting out even more stuff for y'all. But hey, Jesus Christ, Corey, shut up and read him the essay. This is the road to nothing, an essay by Corey Ryan Forrester. That's me. We got a road down the ways from where I live that has been in a perpetual state of reconstruction for as long as I can remember. Lord, you should have heard the way they talked about it when I was a kid. Oh, it's a mess now, but once they get it done, it's going to be wide as a ball field and slicker than owl grease. After a short while, though, people were no longer considering the future prospects worthy of the pain in the ass it was becoming in the present. Traffic was steadily becoming an all-day thing and no longer reserved for rush hour. Not that down here we get in too much of a rush anyhow, but, you know, hell. One day in the mid-90s, the traffic got so bad that my uncle, rest in peace, got out and whooped a construction worker's ass right there in front of God and everybody. 
If my uncle had told us this, we might not have believed him on account of meth always made him tell tales out of school, and he'd been doing meth as long as, well, as long as they'd been working on this damn road. Thing is, though, he didn't tell us. Coincidentally, the local news had just arrived on the scene to do a story on how the expansion of this road would affect commerce. Just over the newsman's left shoulder, you could see my uncle teeing off on some poor old boy whose only crime that day was showing up to work in an orange vest. We all thought it was funny, but then sort of understood why our mama, though she loved him, preferred not to leave us in his custody unsupervised. Every year, they'd make some big announcement on how great this godforsaken road was going to be, and every year, we noticed not one iota of change. My nanny Sue, my dad's mom, had grown up in a house on that road, and once she passed and the deed fell in my dad's name, he used her house as his office. It was really cool for us kids. Dad's office was in the back bedroom, his secretary working in the sitting room up front, and the living room had a comfy couch and a VHS player right around the time Disney was letting all them cartoons out of their vault. I'm sure I'll write more about that time period later, but good lord, what a time to be alive and to be a child. Well, several years later, another announcement was made by the county saying that they were finally getting to the, quote, widening out the road part of this ongoing construction party. This meant that the day had come for longtime residents to be shooed out of their homes and moved somewhere that presumably had a road that didn't have nothing wrong with it, if such a thing exists. They, of course, were offering to buy these homes, and at least from what Dad told me, they were fair on the payment. Granted, Dad's place was long paid off, so it was all gravy to him. This, by the way, is still only my Dad's fourth favorite gravy. Before Dad sold it, he had heard through the grapevine that the church on the other side of the road had gotten substantially more money on account of it being a place of worship. Daddy then naturally tried to convince me and my buddies to start hosting candlelight services and playing gospel guitar on the porch. Once it was made clear that psychedelics of any kind were not permitted on the property, we had to humbly decline the offer. Fast forward 15 years from Dad selling the house to the county, and the only thing that's been widened is our hind ends. That's 15 years of my dad working from home, and if you ask me, the government owes my mama some money for pain and suffering. This whole deal sort of reminds me of American politics. You get a whole bunch of old white men telling you how great something is going to be in the future, and now that the future is here, no one has even painted a yellow stripe down the goddamn middle. Either fix shit, or quit telling us you will, because waiting around on false hope ain't doing no one no good except you assholes. Thank y'all. Love you. Bye.